How's it going, Sequoia? You're listening to KA19, Sequoia's official podcast. I'm your host, Jackie B, and today we have a special 8th grade KA19 podcast edition. I'm going to hand the mic over to Logan Eby for this episode, since he is an 8th grader going into high school next year. Eby, take it away. Thank you, Jackie B. As you mentioned, we're having an exclusive 8th grade cast today, and we have a very special guest, Bella Robokowski is a former Sequoia student and is currently a junior at NPHS. She's going to help try to ease the anxiety for our 8th graders as they move on to high school with some freshman survival skills and other need-to-know information. Bella, welcome to K19, and welcome back to Sequoia, and especially the Monster Cave. So Bella, to kick things off, I have to ask, what can our 8th graders expect on the first day of school as a freshman? Is it as scary as everyone says it is, and what was your first day of high school like? So one of the things I loved about attending Sequoia was the awesome advantage we had integrating into NPHS. Going to SMS, you're already used to the block schedule and having a big campus, so you're already ahead of the game. The great thing about the first day of school freshman year is it's totally easy. Most of your classes, you review your syllabus and meet your peers and teachers, so you really get to ease it into high school. Obviously, anxiety is high on the first day. But it's really not scary. I luckily had my older sister with me on my first day of high school, which made it a whole lot easier. But I remember being pretty intimidated, nonetheless, by the sheer amount of students everywhere. Everywhere you walk, there's just like herds of kids, like going up the steps or crossing the bridge. It's kind of crazy. But I also remember coming home after my first day, already meeting a ton of new friends and loving my teachers. And I was honestly excited to start my high school adventure. I don't know if you remember your first day at Sequoia as a sixth grader, but I sure do, and I thought it was the biggest campus ever. What advice can you give us navigating around the campus? I would really recommend paying attention during your freshman orientation tour. If you know which building is which, you're totally set. And another huge thing I would say is don't be the kid running to class at the 10-minute bell. The bell schedule gives you a 10-minute warning and then a 5-minute warning, and you can pretty much get to anywhere on campus in five minutes. So every year on the first few weeks of school, it's kind of like a terrible tradition, I would say, where the older kids kind of look around and watch all the freshmen running the class at the 10-minute bell, and it's kind of funny, and looking back on it, I know I was that kid too, and it's just kind of a rite of passage that you uh, experience, and uh, if I could just try to save you from that, you guys don't need to run at the 10-minute bell. Like, really, you can walk to class at the five-minute and totally be fine, and no one will laugh at you. So Newberry Park is a different form of block schedule than Sequoia, but and how is it transitioning to their block schedule? So, like I said earlier, Sequoia students are already so used to the block schedule that the tiny difference really isn't that big of a deal. At first, it was hard for me getting used to going to the same classes every single day. But it's a good way to transition into high school because you make friends seeing them every single day and you get to build relationships with your teachers because you see them every single day. And you get a nice change in the middle of the year when the semester ends. And if you really don't like the same thing every day, your sophomore year, you can switch to rotators, which offer different pros. So I have no idea what a rotator is. Can you explain that to me? So basically at Sequoia, you guys have rotators with the A and B days. And so at Newbury Park High School, not all classes are rotators, but some of them are, where you have them every other day for an entire year. So if I'm correct, a rotator means that you have a class every other day, but if it's not a rotator, you have, for example, math every day? Yeah, and you would have that class every single day for one semester and then switch it second semester. Got it. So homework, you always hear horrible things about homework at any school you go to. Uh, Is it more or less than the 8th grade? And what words of wisdom can you give us for managing the workload? My teachers at Sequoia prepared me ridiculously well, and I'm sure that they've done the same for you. 
In my experience, the workload was actually a little bit less than eighth grade, but don't worry, because that changes sophomore year. Uh, my advice is to stay on top of your homework and actually do it, because freshman year, you start your first language, and many of you start geometry, which are two subjects that differ from what you were doing in middle school, so homework totally has a purpose, so do it so you can be successful, especially learning a language. That's not really a subject you can wing, so take the time to learn it. Uh, it's super cool that we get to the opportunity to learn a language, so do it. What language did you take, and could you give an example of it for us? So I am in IB Spanish, and I've been taking that for the past three years. Y estoy en la clase de español bachelorate internacional. Y me gusta la clase mucho porque uh, puedo aprender acerca de la cultura y es muy interesante. And what I just said is I'm in the class of uh, international baccalaureate, and I really like the class a lot because I get to learn about the culture, and it's really interesting. So the school day ends at 2 o'clock. How does that work, and how can you have a fourth period, but you don't have a first period? So, yeah, the school day does end at 2. So if you want to have a first period, that's an optional class. So basically, everyone starts school at second period, but first period's optional. And then fourth period is basically like your guys' third period here. So your three classes that you have to take your freshman and sophomore year are second, third, and fourth. And then you can add a first period or a fifth period, which a fifth period is typically like a sports class. Those are the most popular fifth periods. Or you can also do mock trial or Panther TV, which is kind of like your school's broadcasting station. When does second period start in the school day? Second period, you have to be sitting in your seat at 8.15. Wow, so early. Yeah. Compared to Sequoia. And then what time does a first period start? First period starts at 7.10, which is so early. But it's, it's worth it. It's worth it. So student activities, there are a couple clubs at Sequoia, but I'm, I'm sure there are a lot more at NP. What type of clubs and activities are there? How important do you think it is for freshmen to get involved? And what clubs and activities do you do? Being involved in activities and clubs is so important, especially your freshman year. There's clubs, spo uh, sports clubs, activist clubs, food clubs, service clubs, art clubs. The variety is really awesome at Newbury Park High School. Going to clubs is such an awesome thing to do because you can meet people who like the same things as you. And how often in life do you get to just walk into a room and be like, oh, everyone here likes anime or everyone here likes white rice, which is a real club that happens on Fridays at Newbury Park. And that's just a really awesome thing. And being in clubs was a great way for me to transition into high school. And I've met some of my best friends in clubs that I probably never would have crossed paths with if I uh, didn't go to them. So what clubs are you involved in? Uh, so I am in National Honor Society, and we put on the Special Olympics, and that's really cool. And another one that I'm in is She's the First, which helps uh, kids in underprivileged areas and lower socioeconomic areas, uh, especially girls, get college educations and be able to afford college educations. So basically, there's so many different things that you can do. Like, I'm in, also in Amnesty International, so I tutor uh, refugees from Afghanistan every single Monday. And just really awesome opportunities can come from clubs, and you meet really cool people with your same interests. So how about sports? Do you do any sports, and what's your advice for managing them and academics? My biggest thing is to stay on top of your schedule. Sports are so great, but sometimes you have to miss class for them, and you're responsible for making up what you've missed. The thing is, your teachers aren't going to baby you anymore, so don't expect them to reach out to you to turn in the things that you missed. Like, you have to email them and make sure that you're set. Uh, playing sports and excelling academically is 100% possible. 
So don't stress about it, but just make sure that you're conscious of your goals in both areas so that you can succeed. So I have to ask, what would you say is the biggest difference between middle school and high school? Honestly, like you're growing up, you know, and that's kind of crazy. And it goes by really fast. You're going to blink and one day you and your friends are going to be driving a car and getting jobs and all that fun stuff. But what I mean is you have new responsibilities and no one is hovering over you to make sure that you're successful. Every single thing you do in high school is going to benefit you when it comes time to apply for colleges. And it's up to you to find the opportunities that will add to your transcript. It's officially up to you to reach out to your teachers and counselors and advisors to be as successful as you want to be. And if you do reach out, they will support you endlessly. Panther Pride, I know that's a motto around the school. What does that mean to you? So when you join clubs and sports and all that, at the end of the day, you're representing your school. When you walk off campus and you go to work or practice, you're always a Panther. So love your school because here's the thing, it's really not that cool to hate school. Uh, it's fun to have school spirit, and it's fun to be proud of your school, and I'm proud to be a Panther, especially because of the phenomenal teachers NPHS has. So I bet you're looking forward to your senior year. What are your future plans? Well, at the moment, I'm a little bit caught in the crossroad of two really cool career paths to me, which are political science and biomedical engineering. So for now, I'm just going to continue interning at Los Robles Hospital and hopefully at a senator's office this summer and see what I'm leaning towards when it comes to apply. And what college will you be going to or applying to? Well, I'm going to be applying quite a few places. I'm going to be applying to USC, Berkeley, Columbia, Princeton, and Yale. And uh, my top school is USC, which seems a little bit weird since I'm applying IB, but I would like to go to USC. That's my dream school. Well, sounds good. So political science and uh, biomedical engineering, those are complete opposites. Uh, I well, myself love political science, and what is it you enjoy about both of those subjects? I love political science because I love democracy. I think it's such a cool system, and we're so fortunate to have that in the United States. And I just think it's super important that especially students and uh, you know, just the citizens of the United States just get involved because change can be made, and that's really cool. And then biomedical engineering, I see that as a way for me to uh, eventually become a surgeon. And I would like to be a, if I do become a surgeon, I would like to be a pediatric cardiothoracic surgeon. And that was really sparked by Ms. Torres when I went to Sequoia. And uh, it just, I see it as a career opportunity that I could go and help people every single day. And I think that's an awesome opportunity. So we have a couple kids in the studio. They're going to ask you a few questions about high school that they have, maybe personally. So Awesome. Um, hello. I'm currently in seventh grade, but when I go into eighth grade, I'm going to be taking math at the high school. And so do you know how, like, how that will work out or what I will do? So basically, you're going to have to drive to the high school every single day, which is kind of annoying for you. But uh, it's going to be a really cool experience for you because you're going to get that first introduction to high school math, which is cool. And all the kids there are really going to be super nice to you. So if you're worried about that, uh, I've had many of kids, many kids that are uh, accelerated in math so that they're younger and in lower grades than me, but they're still in my math classes. And we honestly love having them around. Like, it's, it's really fun, and it'll be cool for you. Okay. Uh, thank you. So I've heard that people carry their backpacks everywhere, and no one really uses their lockers, which is completely different from Sequoia. How does that whole thing work? I remember uh, on my first day of school at Newbury Park, I was so confused by taking my backpack everywhere. And when I got in class and I sat down, I was like, oh, where do I put this thing? Uh, but you get used to it pretty fast. It is totally true that not that many people use their lockers. I did use mine freshman year just because I was kind of in the habit of it. 
but not anymore. Especially with rotators, you only have three textbooks a day to carry around, so it's not like that much. And a lot of your classes don't even require you to bring your textbooks. So, yeah, that's kind of how it works. So just a quick question from my side as well. Um, now with this sort of um, uh, different in... Uh, high school, are you allowed to kind of have a laptop for notes and stuff, or do you still need paper and pencil? So that definitely varies depending on the teacher that you have, because a lot of teachers think that you're going to get distracted if you have your laptop and stuff, but there are a ton of classes that you can just show up every single day and have your laptop. I would say that freshman year, most teachers like you to be taking notes, paper and pen, uh, but definitely as you get older and as you go through high school, your teacher's learn to utilize uh, technology and they trust you a little bit more got it so if you could give one piece of advice to our eighth graders what would it be uh what i would definitely say is don't do things for the sake of your transcript so what that means is don't just do things because you think that colleges are going to like it and make it's going to help you get in uh find the extracurriculars that you really love because they aren't going to feel like work uh, high school goes by way too fast to spend time doing things that you aren't enjoying. There are plenty of things that you can do that you will enjoy, so go out and find them. So before we wrap things up, is there anything you'd like to add to our listeners? Uh, no, I'm good, Logan, but thanks for having me. Okay. Well, Bella, thank you so much for spending the morning with us and offering such great advice. I'll be sure to look for you on campus next year. All right. Thank you, everyone, who tuned into the podcast today. Uh, we, again, would like to thank Bella for coming in on such short notice for this amazing podcast that will definitely help our eighth graders. EB, phenomenal job. And uh, with that, I'd like to say uh, this is KA19, and see you next week.